0: The Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation LaunchCast, brought to you with the help of Rachel Dore Accounting in Oakland. You know, I can speak directly to Rachel's abilities, her professionalism, how easy she is to work with. She's my accountant. Rachel's focus is on helping you and your small business create a financial structure and then show you how to implement efficient systems that ultimately improve your profitability. Also, if your business is in the construction industry, you really need to talk to Rachel and about her empire method. She specializes in the unique needs of a construction business and can make it so you are focusing on your projects, not the bookkeeping that's waiting for you at the office. She also can take care of payroll, job costing, cash flow management, financial reporting, of course, tax preparation. And she's very easy to reach. Just go online to RachelDorr.com. That's R-A-C-H-E-L-D-O-R-R.com. And click on schedule consultation. Today, joined by Nikki Ferguson, Manager of Entrepreneurial Development at Advanced Southwest Iowa, and also a special guest today, Alicia Hess. She has a brand new business in Trainer, Iowa called the Occasional Collective that we're going to learn a lot more about in just a few minutes. Nikki, first, let's begin with you again. What's new going on at Advanced Southwest Iowa? It's, you're a busy, busy lady. Yeah, more um,
1: of the same, Todd. I mean, we're still moving along with new businesses and expanding businesses and things are starting to knock on wood, get back to a little more normal. And um, so just keeping busy, which is great. We've started our in-person events again, um, those meetups monthly. We just had one on the 17th. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for those. If anyone wants to attend, reach out to me and yeah, just keep busy.
0: How often do you have the meetups? Is, is it a once a month thing that you plan for, or how often do those happen?
1: Yes, usually we try to do those at least monthly, and then every other month have a, a secondary one um, somewhere in the rural communities, somewhere out in Pot County, um, which hopefully at some point we'll be having one with uh, today's guest coming up in the next couple months. I would say so. Stay tuned to that.
0: And also it's just, it's such a great opportunity to get together with some like-minded people who are facing some of the same struggles, uh, successes, everything else. We just all kind of support each other and, uh, it, and it's a wonderful networking opportunity. So we want to encourage everyone to come out.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Let's learn a little more about, uh, how you found out about the occasional collective with Alicia Hess and, uh, just some of the process that went into it uh, in order to assist her with her new business.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Actually, um, Alicia, I believe, reached out to me. We, as you know, maybe um, work with TS Bank to relaunch the Rev Pitch Competition. We started that, um, brought that back in 2020. Uh, This year was the first year we've been able to do an in-person in 2021. And Alicia was an applicant that ended up being a finalist and pitched for her share of fifteen thousand um, dollars, and so I met her through that in just a you know preliminary discussion prior to the pitch competition. And honestly, just kind of fell in love with her and her business model and what she's got going and her four you know focus areas and her mission and just love 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 what she's doing. Um, obviously, I don't take any type of a judging capacity with Rev, um, but I was super thrilled when. Um, Miss Alicia did take second place, uh, some prize money to help get her ready to open at the Occasional Collective, so.
0: Well, Alicia, let's learn a little bit more about the Occasional Collective. Now, you're located in Trainer, Iowa. Uh, that is tell, correct. Us, tell us about your store.
2: So, it is a renovated barbershop that was built by um, a Trainer and uh, Southwest Iowa native uh, Laverne G- Goss. And he uh, passed away, unfortunately. And I saw the opportunity. I drove, I work at the zoo in Omaha, actually. And I, so I commute into Omaha every day from uh, Macedonia Township. And I saw this little building and I said, what could I do with that? And I asked a lot of people. I asked people in the trainer community. I asked my family and we kind of landed on, well, number one, I was just going to buy it. And then we would just work our way through it once I got it. And then uh, something I became extremely passionate about during the COVID crisis was sourcing things locally. Um, When the supply chains broke down, we realized that, especially in Southwest Iowa and any kind of agriculture community, you you realize that you have so much so close to you, but you don't really always have access to it. So um, especially one of the main things that, of course, is around us is beef. And We have so many producers of beef, but, um, in most cases it gets shipped off to larger companies, but in a lot of cases, it doesn't, we have some small, um, butcher shops, basically Minden, Iowa. There's a couple right across the river in Nebraska that can get meat back into Iowa too. And they create these, um, opportunities to buy local. And when I started thinking about, and that's something that I, um, did myself during the COVID crisis, I said, you know what? there are supply chain breakdowns and who knows where our meat's coming from. And there was a wonderful distributor called Waubonsee Ridge beef out of Tabor, Iowa. Um, and I said, I'm going to start buying my meat from them. And that spawned the idea that what there's probably so many other things that are made near us that don't have to sit on a boat or sit on a semi and travel mass distances to us, um, to get product to us. and that, as I started thinking about that, it started me thinking, of course, I work at the zoo. That's a conservation institution. And my, my life's work is based on conservation and sustainability. So I started thinking about carbon footprint. And I said, if I could do something that brings these things closer to the consumer in our community, that is going to not only um, help the local economy, It's going to reduce carbon footprint. It's going to be a more sustainable option for individuals. And it kind of started melding a lot of the dreams that I have for just the world in general of just living closer, loving and living closer, shopping local. It all came together. And that's kind of how the occasional collective started. So that was a really long, (laughs) that was a long answer.
0: It, it was, but it was a great answer. And as you were talking about this, it, it was making me think about you really have a double sided marketing challenge that you have to do, because not only are you looking for people who are going to come visit your shop, you are also looking for vendors. And and this is a startup. So you're, Absolutely. you're starting from zero to try to gain some altitude here.
2: That's correct. And so in the beginning here, I, when I built my business plan, I wrote a, I'm a made up dollar figure on my business plan of this is what I would invest in inventory myself. Because of course, all of these people are going to want to do what I let up. I think is amazing. And uh, I think, I think eventually we're going to get there. I've already, I've only been open, soft open for um, three actual weekends. And I've already got people reaching out to me about wanting to get into the store and, uh, get their product, uh, vended. And so I either run on a, on a wholesale or consignment model. I really wanted to do more consignment in the beginning, but honestly, it doesn't, um, I don't mind sharing some of that burden because if it helps another small business by buying wholesale instead of consigning for them, I am still open to doing that. And, uh, it, So in the long run, I ended up putting more in on the front end than I expected, but I'm okay with that because a lot of what I purchased to put in are things that you unfortunately can't find locally. And those are the items that hit my sustainable brand pillar, um, you know, to try to elicit behavior change. Um, Rural Iowa has, I want to say a slower catch up. We have more to catch up on as far as being like a city dweller and having green life practices or sustainable swaps, um, in, you know, introduced to you when you live in a city environment that you are much more flooded with that via social media and advertising. And just when you drive down the street, you see more of it in rural, in rural areas, you aren't seeing that as much. So one of my goals was to increase visibility and increase, um, behaviors that, that make the swap for like a single use plastic. Anytime I can get someone to swap a single use plastic for a reusable item is a win for me that, and it's a win for the environment. Uh, so it is, it is, like you said, I've got a lot of marketing strategies that I've got to work on because I've got to get, I've got to get people interested in selling their stuff with me, but also I want to change behavior. Like that is one of the other major things that I'm trying to do. And so those it's two challenges, but luckily everyone has been really receptive in the three open weekends that I've had so far. Um, I just want to shout out to the city of Trainer and surrounding areas for being so supportive thus far. I can't wait to to see how we can grow. I think they're really excited. I think the Southwest AIA community is really excited to be able to have something in, in this small town.
0: As I'm listening to you and you're describing everything that you're doing and everything that you want to do, what's coming into my mind is just how spot on all of your planning and every, every step that you're doing with this new business, even all the way down to the name, the name, the occasional collective describes in two words, your business model, because you're not planning on being open seven days a week. So every single step really seems to be coming together for you. And congratulations. I mean, I'm very, very impressed.
2: Thank you so much. It is. I, it's challenging, but it's a passion of mine. Like I. I 100% love everything I do at my full-time job at the zoo. And so it, it isn't something I'm ready to give up, but this, this opportunity presented itself when I saw that little building and I just thought, this is another way, this is another reach that I can get. I'm lucky enough in my position at at the Omaha Zoo um, that I work in an interpretive department. And so part of my job every day is to go out and engage the public with animal ambassadors and try to do behavior change through those kinds of messages. And now I have an even more hands-on way to, I mean, I get to literally watch behavior change. I get to stand there and say, if you buy that bees wrap, you can use that for a year instead of using a a, a thing of Saran wrap. You get to use that. And that, even though you might only be taking one roll of Saran wrap out of the environment, you're still doing it. And so it's little Challenges I give to myself when I'm standing there engaging with my guests at the store and also at the zoo. It's just like getting to move part of what I do from the zoo to the store. And that's, I think, why I'm so passionate about it and why it just gives me such joy. And, but also why it's occasional. I can only be there Fridays and Saturdays because I have a full time job. And I think the community will start to understand that. And uh, I do get a lot of questions of when I'm going to open more. And uh, hopefully, after the Uh, we're still in soft opening hours which is every other friday saturday through the month of march and then after april i'll be open every friday saturday trying to work within the community to find some um good employees fit that will fit the the uh occasional collectives model one of the employees is actually a vendor who created her business her small business When she found out I was going to make this, the business that I was making, she decided she was going to start doing something with reusable products. Um, Basically it's called the vintage page and she uses old dictionaries and old books and creates artwork and all kinds of fun home decor out of those things. She will be one of the employees that will cover the days that I'm not there. And then I'm working on finding the other one, but I think I've got a really good, I've got a good one in my back pocket that I'm super excited about.
0: Let's uh, quickly let folks know where you're located, not only your physical location, but also I know you must have an online presence. So where can they find you there to be able to know for sure uh, about your hours and directions and everything else in order to get the trainer?
2: That's a wonderful point, thank you. The actual physical location of the shop is 12 East Main, Trainer, Iowa. It's right across from TS Bank. It's pretty easy to find. It's a cute little white building. Uh, And then the online presence, I do have two uh, social media accounts on both Facebook and Instagram at The Occasional Collective, very simple, just the name. And then the website is TheOccasionalCollectiveIA.com for Iowa, so pretty easy to get to, and there are, I do allow purchases online from the website, but it's only pickup in store, so it's really even though it is out there for people to see, I don't do shipping. Again, it's because that kind of negates that carbon footprint thing that we were talking about earlier. So I allow people to um, that from the community to, to buy stuff online, but then it's only local pickup in-store.
0: She is Alicia Hess of The Occasional Collective. Her new store is in Trainer. And uh, Nikki Ferguson, before we let you go, as you are listening to everything that Alicia is, is saying, it has to make you feel good because you are starting to see what your job is of bringing people together now starting to happen organically outside of your office.
1: Absolutely. And that's you know, I think I've said before my favorite part of what I do is obviously watching people's dreams come to fruition, but some of these relationships and professional relationships, collaborations that just kind of like you said organically happen um, is just the best. I absolutely love it. And obviously, what Alicia's doing, makes my job easier to be quite honest. You know, she is, even if it's not a fit for some local vendor or maker that has something they want to test the market on, you know, even if it's not a fit with Alicia, she's still another resource for them. Like, cause she's done, she gets it. She sees the importance of local and, you know, can even give the insight or, you know, I can use her expertise on what she's done at this early stage in her startup because it's, there's clearly a lot we can learn from her um, on what she's doing by ways of sustainability, supporting local. I mean, it just hits, like I said, fell in love with the Occasional Collective and Alicia and her vision from the beginning. And it just, we are so lucky to have her in Pot County.
0: Our thanks to Alicia Hass of the Occasional Collective and trainer, and also Nikki Ferguson, manager of entrepreneurial development at Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation who, uh, are responsible for getting you this launch cast every week. Thanks to both of you very much. Continued success as we move on. And uh, I'm excited for everything that's happening very, very soon.
1: Thank you so much, Todd. See you next week.